joining us here in studio, it's good to have another Larjo in here. Right. I'll tell you that. That's good. Uh, our buddy Lawrence Guy of the uh, New England Patriots. It is Patriots Monday on WEI, brought to you by Anderson Windows and by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. LG93, how are you, friend? I'm doing good. Do, does anybody get free windows? Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah, you, you might. So. I'll tell you what. Our salespeople just heard you. Billy. Does anybody get free windows? Well, guess what, brother? Give it give it two days. Some enterprising salesperson will be all no, over we, it. We keep promoting the windows. I want, I want some free windows. Right. There you go. Look at this guy. I'm sure. Somebody can. Well, I was just going to say, he's learned the media real quick, right? <laughs> I sit here and do the media. When can I get free stuff? Uh, so, uh, first of all, how do you feel coming out of this preseason? We've talked a lot about how different that it is. You know, you're looser than cream corn. You're fresh. You're ready to go. You okay? I mean, it, it feels like a very – we're having a hard time contextualizing what we've seen for these three preseason games. Well, what, what do you do? What is training camp? Like, training camp is all about improving and getting better, and you, you continue to work. Um, you, you feel as best as you can coming out of training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, your body's always going to feel a certain way. You're getting back to football from being all those months off, but you also have an understanding that you're preparing for season. You're building that relationship with your teammates. You're building a relationship with your coaches, and we understand what, what the mindset is. The mindset in training camp is to compete, work hard, to get better. Then after that, you start developing like, okay, now we're in season. We need to keep being focused. We're now, we're not, we're now we need to step our game up to the next level. Because we all know preseason speed, Regular season speed and playoff speed is two different speeds of the game. Now, it's basically like a bye week, right, where you have two weeks to prepare for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And so what do you guys – what does this week look like in, in preparation as you – know, and also what will next week look like as you get closer? Well, you know, when you, the more you get closer the week off, it, like you're in season, right? Yeah. You're doing that. But this week on, we still – we're still improving. You know, we're still going to go back, do the adjustments that we had to do from the previous game. But also, we're still going to continue to build our defense, build our offense, install more plays, and get that diversity of, like, now it's over. Let's switch the channel. Um, that's the biggest thing. We have to switch the channel, right? Like, like, mm-hmm. Turn the channel, understand what the, the objective is now. It's going on to that, that regular season game. Figure out what we did in preseason fix that now keep on moving i know there are fans out there again who are just like oh my god what am i seeing out here mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about what it is like getting ready for a regular season game versus just trying to hit some objectives maybe in the preseason well regular season you got your full game plan in you know you got the, the whole game game book in there you, you're throwing all your plays you're do you're, you're adjusting as you move um I believe in in preseason is more fundamentals. We don't work on fundamentals of man to man matchup um, and, and throwing people and rotating, seeing what spots they land, what jobs they earn. In regular season, everything's pretty much set, and we're like, okay, now we're going to pre- prepare. We're, we're moving a lot faster. We got the whole playbook in. We're game playing each and every week. Like in preseason, you get, you don't know what the other team is doing. You did like, oh, they're going to experiment. You know, it's experimental time with play stuff like that. We can get into regular season especially past week three in regular season, you got three games, you got multiple games to watch them. Like, okay, this is what they're doing with their team this year, how they're going to continue to grow. Um, and that goes on to going on the fact new coaches. You got a new coach in your system. You really don't know what's going on, what they're going to bring from the previous team. You just have to continue to learn from that. But once you get into regular seasons and the games start piling up, you got to see the trend of what their identity is. What's today and tomorrow like knowing that the roster is getting cut down and about 30 guys that you've been in the mm-hmm. locker room with and on the field with, they're going to get let go. What, what is that like? It's tough. 
Um, I've, I've been in those seats, and it's it real tough to go in there and see that person, your brother, you just sweat in and bled with, all of a sudden get released. But um, you have to be optimistic, like, they have a chance to go somewhere else to be a good player there. But it's, it's, it's a really emotional time. Um, I don't think a lot of people actually realize how emotional that is and how much you put into the game. Um, to receive that phone call, it's like your heart just drops, and you're like, what do you do? And you're trying to uh, express those emotions. is very difficult. But you understand, like, there might be another place for me. I've been in those shoes. I'm here right now. Yeah. How, now, how does that process work? I mean, maybe it's different team to team, but will will you go in and there'll be a board with the 53 who made it, or is it just sort of word of mouth, like, hey, did you hear so-and-so's gone, or all of a sudden his locker's cleaned out? Like, how does that communication take place? Um, with past experience, you just get a phone call. Like, you're, you're sitting On there, or off, you get a you get, phone call? You, you get a phone yeah. call. Like, if you're, if you're in the building, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Somebody come and get the you. The Turk. Yeah, 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 right. You know, they call it the Grim Reaper. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man, yeah. The, the Reaper is walking around. But when you're at home, you get a phone call. Um, but it, it's you got that 25 waiver period too, so you're like, okay, what's going to happen now? Like, is somebody going to pick me off waivers? Um, the first day, might the second day, you're going to get picked off waivers, or, or immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can tell you the time that I got picked off waivers, and they're like, hey, it's, it's, it's eight o'clock, can you jump on a flight? And you're like, <laughs> they're like, jump on a flight? I'm like, sure. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> I guess like, I have to. Yeah. Like, you you don't get in around midnight, so you get in around midnight. You go straight to practice the next day. It's wow. not like oh no, you 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 get up, pick off waivers, you get the acclimation period. No, you hop on a flight. Wow. You go there, you get their playbook, and you have to relearn this stuff. But it, it's one of those things. It's part of the business, and as you get older, you start to realize it is a business still. And there's a lot of still, a lot of people out here that are going to get released and that have the, their dreams are going to be like this is going to be their last game. And that's why everybody asks us about preseason. Does the game really matter? It does. Mm. The game matters a lot. It's a regular season. There's a lot of emotion that goes into that because you don't know that might be your last game. It could be a veteran or a young guy. You don't understand the concept of it. That's why you go out there if you get those plays to play as the best as you can because you just never know. Lawrence Guy is with us with Gresh and Keith. It is a Patriots Monday. It's for a lot of fans. I think they're thinking everyone is running around down here with their hair on fire going, oh, my God, what is going on? It seems like it's relatively calm, and mm-hmm. you, better than anyone else, can put it into the context of preseason in terms of showing no panic and working out through some of the bumps that clearly the offense has kind of gone through. What is the tenor and the tone of the room right now, even though these next two days are a little chaotic with people, as Rich said, kind of going in and out? Well, you, 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 you're working to get better. So everything's like w- – Where's the panic at? There's no, there's no panic that needs to be done. All that needs to be done is like, okay, let's get better. Um, once you see teams start panicking, then you're like, oh, my God, and the season goes downhill. You, no, there's no such thing as a panic situation. It's all about we need to get better every single day that we get into the building. It doesn't matter if we win or we lose. You have to learn something from that, and that's where we're, we're going. Like Everybody has ups and downs throughout the season. One year, one day, the special team could be doing terrible. The defense could be terrible. The offense. It's just we all, we're all a team. We we all kind of like pretty much have each other's back, and you have to look at it like that. Um, and we just keep building from there. So like this week is a building week until we get into the Miami week, and we, we're game planning to build and, and continue to go in. I saw you on uh, NFL Network last night as part of the NFL Top 100. I think you were talking about Derrick Henry. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what was that experience like doing doing that stuff for them? Uh, it's pretty unique because it gets into your, your, your mindset. They give you an iPad and say, hey, go over the iPad. It's like, 
what do you see in this play? And like you start going over and you and like, well, I see that man that's messed up on that excitement, <laughs> but it's like, it's like he's gonna pay for that. Yeah. But um, it, it's a fun experience because you you get to talk about your peers uh, uh, out there and, and and express what you see on the game plan and how you go to approach that uh, opponent. And like Derek Henry, you're like yeah, this is a massive man. You know, you're like, oh man, dude, dude's huge. Yeah. What do you do from that? And you can see different teams as they pull out the iPad of them playing with, against them and how mm-hmm. they game plan against that that the runner. And you also go also could see. Some of it not working. And like, yeah, you saw him just get ran over. I saw it. You saw it. Can we put the play up there? Lawrence, <laughs> so, how did that work in terms of the voting? Because, I like, you know, I, even on national radio last night, I had a guy call and be like, well, the top ten guys should all be quarterbacks. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute now. Yeah, right. Let's kind of slow down a little bit. But in terms of the voting, I think people are having a hard time being like, a 45-year-old man has been voted by his peers <laughs> as the number one player in the NFL. It's pretty crazy. But not that many 45 men. In, in the league, right? I know. So you got to look but at it like he that. But is such a unicorn. It's insane. Yeah. You know, so it's a it, it, it it's a peer thing. You know, they pass out the papers and you fill them out. I can't tell you how many people fill out those papers though. So mm. if you look at it, how many people are filling them out through every NFL team, then you start looking at the voting. If people don't take it seriously and you get like two papers filled out on, on a whole team, then that's that's it. Then you go back to the other teams that, that might take it more seriously, and the whole team fills out the paper. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get my guys up there. And, so then, Tampa filled them out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Kansas City, the Rams. Yep. You know, that's just, just how it is. It's, it's how serious do you take the 100 and how many teams, how many players on the team is actually voting for it and who they, they're they pulling on Do you get list. a blank sheet? Yeah, you get a blank sheet. With a, with and you have to come spots. up with 100 guys on there? Yeah. Wow, that's, that's I don't even know if we can do that. That's for the diehards that, right there. That, that really is. Yeah. Now you see why. That is tough. Yeah. Are, now, are you allowed to vote for teammates? Of course. You are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're allowed Very to vote good. For teammates. You but should like, be it, able It's to. one of those things. Vote for yourself. If you're a big, yeah, you can, can do you? whatever. Yeah. Okay. They don't. They don't put a number on it or a name on it. You, you get to vote. Your peers are voting. You win. And then just so that's that, the yeah. best thing about it. It's like these guys earned the spot to be on that list because their peers are actually mm-hmm. noticing them, willing them to put their name on that on that piece of paper at that spot. Is it? How many people are going to do it? If you don't take it seriously and, and people are like, oh, I don't, I don't care about it, then okay, that you, you lost those votes for those players. But you have yeah. a lot of individuals that love the game enough that I'm like, I'm going to take the time and put the names down. That's All cool. right, so Red Eye back from Vegas. Were you watching something that would have been Dork Podcast approved or were you asleep? <laughs> and if well, anybody is equipped to handle the Red Eye, it's a guy – Who's from Vegas? Right. Yes, you know, um, I, I know, I know the flight, so I was like, okay, what am I going to watch? I can't, I can't even recall what I did watch. I watched the Gray Man and watched some other stuff, um, but I want to say I watched Meriden last night. Oh, how's that? That's the Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, is it good? You know, when, when he drops a movie, yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta watch it off principle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can't ruin it. Okay, if you well, good seen though. It, Worth seeing? Oh, you're hesitating. Okay. It's he worth said- seeing, oh. but you're like, oh, I get it. And, 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 okay. and it, it gets you at the end. And you're like, got it. Like, it, <laughs> it's like this was worth it because you have a, a, a certain idea in your hand. And like, oh, man, it's another superhero movie and yeah. all this. Then once you get into it, you're like, it has nothing to do with any other uh, movies. Why did they write this? Thank you for <laughs> writing this. And I didn't waste about an hour seven of my life. See, we need I'll to come up. We need a yeah. we need a ranking system. 
Dust for Lawrence, whether it's yes. four downs or four sacks Good or point. whatever it is. So that <laughs> yeah, how many can, sacks? Would yeah, you there, give you it? Yeah. there you go. There you go. How I many like run that. stuffs? How many run stuffs? No, I like the sacks. sacks? Yeah, okay. uh, it's a three. It's a three and a half sack movie. That sounds fantastic. Uh, hey, Lawrence, thanks for the time, man. We always are great to see you in person. By the way, it's, I know uh, the, the studios in Mayhem have been here this so is long. Great. I know it's yeah. a little empty, but it's cool. Yeah. You know, we, well, we'll get back. Yeah, Paul Perillo's under the desk here, so we'll, they'll, they'll bust him out at some point. Lawrence, guy, thank you, man. We appreciate. Uh, Thank you.